Hey, this is Pastor Michael Alfaro from The Calling Church. I'm so excited that you're listening to our church podcast. I pray that it blesses you and encourages your faith. The title of my message this morning is The Power of a Mother's Faith. Well, we just read that whole story. And just think about, let's pause for a moment about this story. Let's put ourselves in the mother's shoes. Oftentimes when we read this and read the Bible, we can forget that all the people in the Bible are real people. They experience all the real things that we experience. They have hopes and dreams. They believed and doubted. They have joy and despair. They have been disappointed. They suffer real pain and face real uncertainty. So as we read the Bible and soak in the story of this widow, can you imagine what it must've been like for this mother? She was suffering in a famine, grieving the loss of her husband. In my studies, it said that she was newly widowed because of the clothes she was wearing. It was apparent she had just lost her husband in the middle of a famine. And she was forced to face the fact that her and her son were gonna have their last meal and die. Can you imagine that? What do you say as a mother to your son? What do you think as a child with your mother telling you that? Forced to face the most darkest of situations. I can, uh, I can imagine she felt utterly alone, that she felt completely hopeless. She told Elijah here that she was getting ready for them to die. There's no flicker of hope, it seems, at this point in the story. She was in the darkest part of her life. And I wonder this morning, looking at a famine, how similar it could feel to a pandemic. In 2020 and now in 2021, life has been turned upside down. As we're living through a pandemic, we have truly had to rely on the Lord our God. And in the midst of a year of uncertainty, the year of despair, the year of loss and mourning, we can see that in comparison with the story that God has never left the widow, that God has never left you in the midst of uncertainty. All the mamas, how has this year been for you? How has it been? Let's be honest. It's been challenging. It's been scary. How have you um, been in this moment with your children? I just wanna share with you this moment and stop that I see you and I just wanna applaud you for all that you have done. You are an incredible mother. I may not be exactly where you're at in your home every second of the day in the trenches, but I believe that you have been giving it your all and I wanna say, I am proud of you this morning for what you have done this year, for leading your family, for working that job full time and then coming home and helping your kids with their homework or working at the same time and helping your kids with Zoom school. I can't imagine how hard that must be. Or all the mamas out there with um, not getting a lot of sleep, maybe you're a new mom and all you're doing is changing dirty diapers and you feel like you're all alone and hopeless. But I wanna say that God is with you right where you're at in the hardest of seasons. God 
is with you. And then we look at this widow, she lost everything. She literally lost everything and was on her last rope. This morning, you might have lost a dream. In 2020 and 21, you might have, you might have lost a loved one. And the pain of that is just so deep and so hard. You may have lost your job. But with this story with the widow, God has provided us as we read the greatest hope out of the season of greatest loss, that God is with her. Why do we need faith today? I believe right now with this message, I'm, I'm focusing on the mamas, but I think this message is for everyone. Why do we need faith today? I believe this past year has showed us and with culture and politics and everything that is going on, culture is just always changing. Everyone is always upset at each other. Wouldn't you agree? Somebody's always offended. Somebody is always canceling another person. And that's not what God does. But in this season, I think we have discovered that more than ever, faith is essential to life. Faith is essential. Faith can give you a hope and a promise that the world can never provide. Faith can give you a security in the most uncertain of situations. No Instagram ad, no new outfit, no Target run, no needle, no liposuction, nothing. No amount of Instagram followers can fulfill the longing in your heart and what God can provide through the act of faith. If you believe that in the chat, can I get an amen in the chat? So as we go through this story one more time, I'm gonna take it in little chunks. I wanna share this morning, four truths as we look at this mother's faith today, four important truths that we can take away from this story and apply it right now in our daily lives. So the first one, as we start off the beginning of the verse again, let's read together. Then the word of the Lord came to Elijah saying, arise, go to Zarephath. Now stopping right there at Zarephath, I share with you in the beginning, this is outside of Israel which means this is outside of the region of God's chosen people. This was a Gentile land outside of God's area, which belongs to Sidon and stay there. Behold, I have commanded a widow there to provide for you. What I love about this is she is a Gentile woman and a widow. In that time, widows were forgotten by society. They were left behind, left astray, left to fend for themselves. But in this story, a Gentile widow outside of God's promises of his chosen people, God chooses this woman. Out of everyone else in the area, he chooses Elijah to go here and perform a miraculous work in history. So my first point is here. You are not forgotten or unimportant to God. You are not forgotten and unimportant to God. He chose this seemingly outsider 
to display his goodness. Isn't that good? And that gives so much hope for us today. I don't know about you and how you're feeling, but sometimes it can feel like maybe um, I'm not good enough. Maybe you might feel like, man, I don't go, I don't go to church enough. I don't read my Bible enough. Why would, why would God choose me? I have messed up too much. My circumstances where I live, what is going on in the middle of a pandemic, there is no way that God can use me, that God can provide my, for my family, that God can get out. But I want to tell you this morning, as we look at the widow, that even though you may feel alone, God is working on your behalf. He is with you and he has never left you. You are not alone. You are not forgotten. You are so very important to God. I see you, mama. I see all that you do. You're working so hard. You're probably barely sleeping. You're being strong for your family. God is with you and he's rewarding you for that faith an act of obedience. So you are not forgotten or unimportant to God. Just like this widow, you are extremely important. So right, right now, I just wanna applaud all the single moms out there. Whoever is watching, you are our superheroes. I, I wanna thank you so much. Uh, me and my husband have one daughter one daughter. She is one and a half. I'm exhausted. And we, we do a lot together. And uh, he's a great partner, but it's a lot of work. And I want to applaud you single moms because you are dad, you are mom, you are teacher, you are provider, you are cook, you are the, you're cleaning, you're the comforter, you're everything. So in the chat, I wanna honor all the single moms and just have a special time. Let's applaud them. Put applaud hands in the chat. Cause as we see in this, the single mom is choosing faith here in this story. So let's go on to read verse 10. So, see, so he set out and went to Zarephath. And when he came to the gate of the city, behold, a widow was there gathering sticks for firewood. He called out to her and said, please bring me a little water in a jar so that I may drink. Let's stop for a second. So she's, she's gathering wood, right? She's minding her own business and a stranger asks for water. Okay, you know, doesn't seem that big of a deal, but let's remember they're in a drought. But she just went and got it. So it wasn't a big issue. It seemed like for her as she was going to get it, he called to her and said, please bring me a piece of bread in my hand. I would have been like, what? <laughs> who, do you, who are you? Uh, the stranger, let's be honest. Most of us probably wouldn't have responded as graciously as this amazing woman did here in the story. So he said, please bring me a piece of bread in your hand. But she said, as the Lord, your God lives, basically saying, I swear, I promise I have no bread only a handful of flour in the bowl and a little oil in a jar. That's literally all she had, just a small amount. See, I am gathering a few sticks so that I may go in and bake it for me and my son, that we may eat it as our last meal and die. At this very moment when her and Elijah met, her faith was weak. Her faith was weak. Imagine the situation. 
She's getting her last meal. And then this foreigner comes up out of nowhere, wanting to have the last of what she has. And she's so kind, but I love this. She says in there, as the Lord, your God lives, which is a statement declaring that she believes that the living God is real, that she believes this God that has been um, sending Elijah to meet up with her. She believes it. How, how great is that? And in this time, this area was full of idolatry, so much sin. They were worshiping a God named Baal and the king promoted that and set up um, idols and things all over the land. So she saw in that time already that that God could not provide what she needed. That God had failed and God used that famine to show that that was not the true God, that only he was the living God and only he could provide in that moment. Now, idolatry, we read about a lot in the Bible and we think, yeah, you know, that was from a long time ago. That does not exist today. That is completely false. Idolatry exists and is living today and is ugly and sneaky. We may not have statues around everywhere that we may worship, but there's all different kinds of things that are idolatry, like our phone, all the moms, not all the moms, but a lot of moms are trying to be influencers. Everything that they do, they're taking the right pictures. They want to get the amount of followers, um, millions of followers. That is a form of idolatry. Culture's way is not working. I believe you are tuning in this morning because you know Instagram is not working. You know what that person you're watching on Instagram is telling you to do is not the same as the living God is inspiring you to do. I believe in, in this story that God sent Elijah to help activate and strengthen her faith again. Her faith was weak. God sent Elijah to activate it in that moment, in the darkest of her hours. And I don't know what you've been through this year. You might have lost someone. You might have lost a job. You might have felt utterly depressed and alone. You might have been experienced a famine in your finances, been worried about how you're gonna pay the bills. You may have a drought in your marriage, but I believe this morning that God sent me to try to activate your faith this morning. Through despair, he can bring the greatest joy. Through uncertainty, he can bring the greatest security. Through despair and disappointment, he can bring the greatest triumph. Can I get an amen in the chat? He is a good God and he is always triumphant and he shows off in the darkest of times and makes things good. Let's continue in verse 13. Elijah said to her, do not fear, go and do as you have said. Just make me a little bread from it first and bring it out to me. And afterward, you may make one for yourself and your son. Now, a Middle Eastern culture in that time, um, it was common for you to give food to your guests first. And oftentimes you could go yourself without having anything, but the guest was given what you had first. And then Elijah said, for this is what the Lord God of Israel says. 
the bowl of flour shall not be exhausted nor the jar of oil be empty until the day that the Lord sends rain again on the face of the earth. Wow, what a promise. She went and did as Elijah said, she went and did as Elijah said, and she and he and her whole household ate for many days. The bowl of flour was not exhausted. How good is that? Nor the jar of oil become empty in accordance with the word of the Lord, which he spoke through Elijah. When God asks you to give, he always provides a promise. When God asks you to give, he always provides a promise. And that leads to my third point. Faith is a choice that is filled with a promise. Faith is a choice that is filled with a promise. It's not empty or void. We serve a good God that always provides and rewards, but faith requires action. I love this. It says she went and did as Elijah said. I believe in that moment as she believed the Lord, her faith was activated and her faith was strengthened as she heard the promise of the Lord. She took action. And oftentimes in our lives, God solicits us to have a response before he releases the miraculous in our life. It requires a response from us. And how beautiful that this widow, she gave the gift of everything. She gave all that she had and she moved the heart of God. Just think about this morning in her shoes. How would we respond in this moment? How would we respond in this moment? What is God asking of us in our lives this morning? What is our act of faithfulness? Faith is believing and doing what God said to do, even when we can't see or understand how he will do it. Faith is believing and doing what God said to do, even when we can't see or understand how to do it. That is what faith is. What is God asking you to be faithful in this morning, to be obedient in this morning, in the midst of a pandemic, in the midst of a season of lack and uncertainty? I wanna guarantee you just as in this story that God does his best work that God shows his abundance in the darkest of hours. That's how amazing our God is. And I love this. She, it says, and she and her household ate for many days. She and her household ate for many days. That leads me to my fourth point. Your faith today is your legacy for tomorrow. Your faith today is your legacy for tomorrow. Her faith that she decided to act on in that moment saved the life of her son, saved the life of her child. And not only that day, but in my studies, I learned that that famine lasted three years. That is a long time. And in this promise, Elijah tells her that the bowl of flour will not be exhausted and not run dry until the Lord brings rain again on the land. That means she daily had to live in faith, knowing that God would provide for her. She had to make that choice and believe that promise that God was gonna provide daily 
for all those three years. And I believe that that son was watching her, was watching her faith, exercise that faith in the midst of a daily darkness. The, uh, the scripture doesn't say it just, sometimes we think, oh, it just happened and it ended and everything's good now, rainbows and butterflies. But no, it, the famine lasted three more years after that receiving that promise, but God was faithful. Mamas, I wanna tell you that your little ones are watching you. Your little ones are watching how you respond with faith, how you respond to situations. And because of your obedience of faith, I believe that your children, just like the widow in this story and her son, will reap the benefits and rewards of your faith. Our God is so good that that your faithfulness doesn't end, the reward for your faithfulness doesn't end with you, that it continues to the next generation and the next generation and the next because of your one moment of faithfulness. Isn't that so, so good? So mom, I wanna encourage you to be faithful in every single season, to be faithful with the smallest of decisions and the largest ones, to be faithful when no one is looking, to be faithful when no one is recognizing the good that you are doing, to be faithful through the darkest of seasons, just as this widow. And as you go through your life, your children will see you say, I have faith, I will get the bills paid. The bills will be all paid this month. I will see a breakthrough in this relationship. I know God will provide. We need to declare in faith that God is our provider and have faith that he is gonna bring us through. Amen. Your children are gonna see that and they're gonna catch that as you step out in faith in every situation. I love so much that this woman was not perfect. We talked about she was a Gentile living in an area of sin. And that gives us great hope for today because how many of you agree we're not perfect, right? None of us are perfect. We're the, um, we're the opposite of that. That's why God came to save us because he wanted to bring us to him. He is the only perfect one. That is such great news for you and I today that we can live in the promises of God even when we have messed up, we can come back to him and he still chooses us. Isn't that so good? I have a question for you this morning. What is God setting you up for in your life? Just like this widow, she was on her final days making her last meal and look what God did just at the right time, just in the fashion that God does, that he comes and he sets up this encounter with the prophet of Elijah. I wanna tell you this morning that you might be at your lowest point. This year might have thrown you off of your dreams and your hopes, but God is bringing a divine intervention an encounter with him to turn your situation around. With God, the best is always yet to come. God is working on your behalf. God is lining everything up to unleash a miracle in your life, just like this widow, as we act in faith. 
This morning, I wanna encourage us as we continue throughout our day, throughout our week and our lives to be moms of faith, to be moms of faith. And if you're a son, to be a son of faith, to be a daughter of faith, a husband of faith. We all need to be people that live with this kind of faith in the midst of the darkest of situations. So number one, you are not forgotten or unimportant to God. Number two, it's not about how much faith you have. It's about who your faith is in. And number three, faith is a choice that is filled with a promise. And four, your faith today is your legacy for tomorrow. And moms, I wanna thank you so much for being faithful all this past year. Thank you for being faithful, even when no one thanks you. Thank you for being faithful when you felt weak. In a year of a pandemic, God is proud of you for your faith and God will reward you. Let's continue to be women of faith, people of faith and moms of faith, amen. Can I pray for all of us this morning? Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you so very much for all the moms. I thank you for the power of their faith daily as they put you first, God. We know that you are our source. I pray that you would reward them for their faith, that you would reward them for for their obedience, Lord that in the hardest of times, God, you would bring the most beautiful outcome. We trust you this morning and we honor you. And for everyone watching, we decide to have that same faith, to follow you instead of culture, to follow the certainties of you and the security in you and rely on your provisions, Lord. You have never failed us and you never will. We thank you this morning and we love you. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Thank you so much for listening to today's message. I pray that it blessed you. It's so vital to do life together. That's why I would love to invite you to the Calling Church. Bring a friend. We would love to meet you. Also, stay connected to our church via our website, the Calling Church app, or our social media. God bless you.